We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Bradford Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me. Swivel hit Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify wh- your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. Alright, big announcement. Big announcement. Bradford Show four times a week. That's Monday, that's Tuesday, that's Wednesday, that's Thursday. Why are we doing this? Because we want to take this whole thing to another level. We had a great year last year, but we want to go to the next level. And I think this is the best way to do it. There's still going to be all the interviews, all the stuff we did before, but we're just going to do it more. When I have, this is going to be the best baseball fix you can get in podcast form out there, I think. So we'll give it our best whirl. Hopefully you're going to enjoy it. And, you know, I think that the first way to, to crack open this whole new way of doing things is – by having a great conversation with manager Lou and pitcher Nick, manager Lou Maloney and pitcher Nick Fryer. We talked about the media in baseball. So what I wanted to talk to with about these guys was basically, are we covering baseball the right way? I just, I, I don't know. I don't know. It is such a weird dynamic right now in terms of how people are consuming baseball, why people are consuming baseball, why they are or they aren't. I see the numbers. I see the numbers on the podcast. I see the numbers on the website. I see the callers on the radio station. And Lou has a great perspective of this because he he desperately wants to talk about baseball. And people say, why don't you talk about baseball more on the radio? Or why don't you do this? Or why don't you write about it more here or there? Well, you know, it's a good question. So we take a deep dive into it, and people love the media, and they love all the drama. So we, we talk a lot about the, that entire dynamic. So also, before we start, I also want to say thank you so much to the people at Awaken 180 Weight Loss. They have literally changed my life. I'm down over 33 pounds as we sit here right now. So I, I can't thank them enough. I plead with you. Go check them out. Awaken 180 Weight Loss. You'll be hearing more, much more from them as the season unfolds. They're going to be right here, right here with you, right here with me, right here with the Bradford Show podcast. But let's kick things off. Manager Lou, pitcher Nick, right now. All right, baseball season's here, for lack of a better term, because for lack of a better term, I mean baseball season isn't really here yet, but it's the week of the opener, and there's no two people I'd rather have Staring right down the load of a barrel gun. <laughs> manager, manager Lou, yes. You want me to be looking at a gun why, right why, now? Really? Schilling is the only person I've ever seen come to a radio studio with a gun. Ooh, I, I did you, the show. You did the show? With him with a gun. You yeah. did? Oh, yeah. I thought that was Tomasi. Oh, no, no. Well, he, he was there with was us. a third person in there. He was with us, yeah. Three of really? us. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's... Were you scared? No, but it was uncomfortable. It was weird. Okay. All right. Well, I, I'm not a big gun guy, so let's do this podcast with no ammunition, no I firearms. Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, Pitcher Nick, one person you just heard, Pitcher Nick, and Manager Lou. Mm-hmm. Nick Fryer, Lou Merloni. Uh, welcome. 
Welcome to the podcast studios of the Bradford Show. We we built it up for the new season. You like it? Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I love what you've done. I missed the lava lamp, though. I'm not happy about that. It's coming. We're just getting it, you know, reorganized a little mm-hmm. bit, turned upside down. You've never even seen a lava lamp. You don't even know what you're Why, talking about. You make up what this room looks like you've all the time, and now you're going to go and criticize right? me for that. I haven't you, seen a lava you, lamp. No, you've grown up in the era of the Oh, lava yeah, absolutely. Lamp. Your mom had a lava lamp. Well, no, it's like Brady Bunch. Yeah. yeah it's like, but do you yeah, think they the don't make lava lamps anymore now? Just because people don't buy it doesn't mean they don't make it. Oh, yeah. They probably do. It's Spencer they do. Gifts I've seen or something. Them you have. Yes. What, what is the possible? What is the purpose of a lava lamp? Before we get into this, what is? I mean, the, the <laughs> to light up a room, Rob. I mean, I don't know. Uh, How many minutes are you hoping to get out of talking no, about I, a lava lamp? I, I was know. just going to say, you know, we could. <laughs> nothing says two thousand eighteen Major League Baseball season more than lava lamps. It is the year of the lava lamp. But that aside, because pitcher Nick and manager Lou, there's not many things that are better like <laughs> than like. Back end bullpen or twenty fifth man to roster questions than lava lamps. Right. I would well, say that's right. still better than lava okay. lamps. Okay, here's 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 my pro segue right? leading into that. So the way that we're talking about baseball nowadays, all off season in the spring training, people almost would rather talk about lava lamps than the back end of the bullpen, the competition for the last utility spot, all of that. How many times, Lou, have we heard this this narrative from? Uh, let's say the minute spring training started till the minute the first pitch is thrown on Thursday. There's nothing to talk about with this Red Sox team. There's nothing to talk about with baseball. And so what I want to do here is find out, are we doing something wrong? Like, are we honestly doing something wrong when it comes to no. covering baseball? No. no. So, so I, heard, I heard your show today. Mm-hmm. We're taping this on Friday. I heard your show today at 11.50. Now, tell, walk me through this. It sounds like Glenn said, hey, you want to talk about baseball, right? Mm-hmm. He said that? Yeah. We're, talking about, we're going to have a baseball set. Well, 11.45, 11.50. So, boom, there it is. No joking around. No, like, sort of a baseball, ha-ha. No, it, is, it was an honest attempt to talk about baseball. So you did. For 10 or 15 minutes, you talk about baseball. It's Yes. Well, how'd that feel? Not good. It didn't feel good. No, no, because that's the reason why we're not doing it wrong. It's just that there's some people that aren't interested in it. So it's tough to have a discussion if people you're talking to aren't interested in it. So it's more so, about the people you're talking to, not who's listening. But that's what I'm saying. So like, there's people uh, out there that are interested in baseball uh, that still would like to sit and talk about what's going on in spring training. But, the, yeah, the game, the interest here, I think that team last year, um, I don't think people really enjoyed it. But I just think it comes down to if you're not interested in baseball, then there's nothing to talk about. It's like anything else. Well, and to, to that point, so you're in there with Glenn Ordway and Christian Fourier. And this is what, one of the reasons I wanted to bring you in. It's the same reason, like, when you hear Dale on the hockey podcast, the zero pucks given, it is a different Dale. It mm-hmm. is a comp- – right? Have yes. you listened to this? Yes. Completely different. It was, oh, my goodness, the passion about talking about that thing. And I know, Lou, and me, I'm the same way. You hit the sweet spot. We're going to talk about it. But when you're – you know that when you're in there with Glenn and Christian, my sense listening to that was Glenn was trying – but it was like when he's like, oh, the, the Tampa Bay, they just figure it out. I mean, that doesn't tell me anything. See, yeah. I was told by somebody that Christian's actually the best on that show about talking about baseball, but he doesn't want to rip Lou apart during the show. That's fair. That's true. During the breaks, he corrects him on every little thing. If, I, if I had the capability of giving a drop right now, I would get the drop where— It's no big deal. I mean, no, no, no. Yeah. Well, no once I, I, we can talk You're about it. You're going to draw out the drop now? No, no. <laughs> well, one, thing, one thing that you had said, did you hear what Tampa Bay's doing, right? This yes. is a conversation. And there's a pause, and it's Christian's turn to talk, and there's like, no, no, what? 
<laughs> well, they didn't hear, so I mean, I don't, you know. Well, come on, my... I mean, come on, but the, but that, that not everybody knows that the I... Tampa Bay Rays are going a four man rotation. Do I you? know, I know, but but doesn't with a bullpen day? This That's is so stupid. Uh, Dumb. Well, should, but this is part of the conversation about the whole American League East. You're opening against Tampa Bay. This is part. There's been plenty written about this, and so I'm not really blaming them. I just just don't think this is. I think this is a byproduct of this no interest, and it's this sort of forced no interest. But are we are we missing something here in in making a better effort at finding? Well, or interesting thing so about this game. So many people are just invested in the Patriots, and they assume that's all you should it's, talk about. It's Patriots, defaulting, Patriots. though. It's defaulting to it. Don't yeah, you exactly. sense? Yeah, absolutely. But that's the number one talker. I mean, and you look at this week, you have that stupid list with the 20, what, the most dominant athletes. You talk about that, Brady, the drama. There's always drama added there. There's Gronk. There's a whole bunch of different elements. They're more interested in talking about, you know, the linemen that you had, right? The backup offensive tackle versus talking about... But that's where you get the calls, too, right, though? I mean, you're more likely to get calls on that or response on Twitter or on the text line. It's just the way it is right now. I mean, the Patriots Patriots are are the biggest draw in this town. Uh, I would say the Celtics are probably number two, and the Bruins are right there right now, number three. Given the timing of everything, the Red Sox, it's, it's, you know, teams are going into the playoffs. There's a little bit of a lull. But still, I just think that right now there's other things going on. The fact that it's quiet down in Fort Myers is probably a good thing for that baseball team. Yeah, but there's nothing to talk about until we start seeing that. I think Mud asked that the other day. Is like, are the Red Sox aware about how quiet it is? I'm like, yeah, the players are psyched about it. The business wise, you have Christian Vasquez gnome night on on April 28th against Kansas City. Oh my, that's yes. That I mean, that's a sign that the business side of it probably isn't thrilled they're not talking about it. But I, think, I think the other thing that you yeah. run into, especially with Lou's show, is that Lou is not to you know kiss your ass or anything, Lou, but he's very knowledgeable about. You're going to kiss so. an ass on this podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, let him go. Will you let him talk, Rob? <laughs> anyway, thank you. Anyways, so I, I bring you. I, I can totally I, change my tune I, if I, you want, Rob. I, I, take two I, seconds. I bring, I bring you in here, Lou, <laughs> to talk baseball and have your ass kissed. You're welcome. No, no, thank you, yes. Nick. Please continue. Th- thank you, Lou. Um, anyways, what I was saying before I was rudely interrupted was that Lou can be intimidating to talk baseball with because he knows so much about the game, whereas on the other sports. Lou's kind of on par. I don't want to do that to Lou. He's, he's a step above some of He's not intimidated guys, when Christian talks about football. I know, but Lou can talk about all this stuff pretty much. I mean, he's, Whoa, he, okay. I don't think Christian can as well. Let's be real. He can't talk baseball where he can kind of hang with Lou. But this, says, oh, what? this is what right? I'm fearful for the coming well, year. Yeah, You're talking about work. This, this. I, I like Christian. I'm not yeah. trying. It's just that. No, he works. He works at it. You know, it's the same way with me, you know, whatever, starting up. So it's it's baseball and hockey are two things that, you know, that. Yeah, we don't discuss openly. Mm. It's Celtics and football mainly. If you were to ask me, right? You know, and I think that's. I think anybody would say. And, that and I, I'll show. be. I'll admit this when it comes but to hockey. When hockey's brought up, mm. and I think like this is this is what you're, you're. You know, you know hockey, which is probably of. You can admit, like I've always said, and I really believe it that, like, honestly, there's nothing beats playoff hockey. Oh, I know. And I, I mean that. Nothing. Well, there's, there's football, a biggest, basketball, baseball, There's the nothing. biggest difference mm-hmm. between the regular season and the playoffs of any it's, other it's sport. It's incredible. Right. But in terms of talking about it, you know as well I do, this, like Eddie Andelman, go back to Eddie Andelman, like he, he, made, he made fun of it or whatever because he didn't know anything about it. And I'll admit it. I mean, that's, that's my fourth sport. So I'm going to shy away from it, probably like Christian's going to shy away from baseball. But my overall point with this conversation is as we – Spring training aside, as we get into the season, are we doing this the right way? And I'm not only talking about on the radio. Are we covering it the right way? Are we reporting it the right way? Are we, should, we, you know, should we barstool it up a little bit more? And, and should we do things like I know 
They, uh, you did the story for us on the ping pong mm. stuff down there, right? Hard hitting stuff. But uh, you know, no, in- I know, and, and, and I've talked to you about this before when we had Tomasi on that one time, where it gets too much into the numbers game, and that is an easy way to turn people off because you turn it into math class. Half the people out there hated freaking math class. You go and talk about math more and more and more in the sport. You don't have that same level of that in football or in basketball. I don't think you do with hockey so much. I'm not as... Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, Why does the coverage of baseball have to change? Has it changed in the other sports? Has it changed in football? Basketball or hockey? Football, I don't think it needs to change because the sport's so powerful. And let's be honest, you know, part of football, too, and baseball had this going a couple years ago with DraftKings. Football, the fantasy element of football is huge. And I think that that has kept that demographic. It's once a week. And... So here's the answer to that. Yes, it does, because it's every single day. People get exhausted of it every single day. And what was the, the besides the price stuff last year, the most memorable game, one of them, was when John Farrell got in this enormous argument. Well, the only, yeah, I mean, I remember last year, it's like the only time we ever really talked Red Sox was when something negative came up. Right. Whether it was David Price, whether it was Pedroia in Baltimore, whether it was something about Farrell screwing up. Like, it was, it was never any, it was only, that's the only time you ever talked about it. But I don't know. Sometimes I do wonder that the people that like the game still like the game, and we're all trying so hard to fix a game that some people sit there and say, I don't mind it. I know it's not for everybody, and that's fine. It's not for everybody. Mm. A lot of people think it's boring. Right. That's okay. Well, I, I don't think speeding a game up 15 minutes is then going to make someone think it's exciting. No. Like, I don't think changing the coverage or how we talk about it is going to make some of these people think it's exciting. I think you either like it or you don't. I think if a team is likable and it looks like they have fun and you enjoy watching them, all right, then maybe you'll watch a little bit more. But I, think, but I do think that you know, I know as writing, from the writing perspective, you know, people talk about clickbait and things like that. That dynamic has changed. Alex Spear just did, just before this podcast, he just dropped what, you know, one of these epic, awesome Alex stories about Cora and the clubhouse mm-hmm. and that whole thing. Uh, I think that that story might be more accepted like five years ago or maybe even three years ago than it is now. This, and, and this is the weird part about The Athletic, which is coming into Boston. The Athletic, their whole thing in Boston Sports Journal, their whole thing too was we're going to give you journalism back. We're going we're gonna to cover it like it used to be covered. But my question is, is well, is that the smartest move? Because the ping pong stories or, you know, I, I just wrote a story about Aaron Judge and Justin Haley playing Fortnite. And I'm not saying that that should be the coverage. But it almost seems like you almost have to have more of that to draw the people in to talk about the stuff we want to talk well, about. We have to have little weird things to talk about. I mean, when you talk about football, you don't just talk about the X's and O's of the game. You talk about the drama leading up to it, all the BS going on in the locker room. And I know with the Patriots, there's not that as much. But then you have all the teams that go and challenge them and say how Brady's overrated, this, that, and whatever. With baseball, it's I feel like the talk generally is more focused on what's going on on the field. And then you have you know the numbers. I, I Believe me, I love hear and talk about what's going on in the field. The numbers, I get bored with that, and that comes more so with the writing side of things. Well, you, Lou, on top of the radio, you do the baseball show on NBC Sports Boston, and, and I, I heard you and Kirk go at it, and I agree. Like This, is, this isn't sort of the good litmus test, these shows leading out. Oh, no, these shows are, are right. awful. But when you get into the... When, I mean, when you get into we've the, talked about it. We're going to do the show from like 9 to 10, which is a better audience, and the baseball show or any other baseball thing, as you, as you know, anytime you preview something... 
It's awful. Like, you know, coming up, that that's not a talker. So we're doing like one-hour shows at a bad time of day, 4.30 on a Sunday, with no it's reason why we're going to 9 anyways, on stuff that might happen or reaction. When the games start, then then you can judge, right? Once you have something to react to. Mm-hmm. That's about you being entertainment and how but you talk. But it's not about. only reacting to like this is the this is a spot also where much like you remember we used to do the baseball show here a yeah. baseball show here. This is a time where we know that like like Sunday skate, we know that you are going to be allowed to dive into some of those numbers, Nick. You're talking about or, or dig, dig a little deeper along the lines of what that ten minutes was today. That is accepted. So my question is, when you're doing that in that slot, which I don't know. Like the ninety five does calls it the baseball reporters, but I don't know what they do. I I don't know necessarily if they're diving deep. They're probably. But my my thing is this: is there any like niche show? No, that's what that that's people what I'm think at. are entertaining. But because the, there'll be, I mean, if it's a Bruins right segment or Red Sox or baseball segment, there's going to be a group of people that said, "Oh my God, put a gun in my throat right now!" Like I can't stand an hour of just Bruins talk. It's so boring. Or an hour of Red Sox talk or Celtics talk. It's so boring. Like I feel like those shows. There's going to be a very loud audience that thinks that they suck because, you know, okay, fine. You're not the group we're talking to. We're not putting on the hockey show for, for you because you don't like hockey, obviously. Right. So it's not for you. Mm-hmm. I expect you not to like it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to do a baseball show on Sunday nights. It's not for someone who thinks baseball sucks and is dying mm-hmm. and is going away. It's but, for someone who likes baseball. But, but the problem is that 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 part of that that audience that thinks baseball sucks is growing. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. You so you're right, Lou. Yeah. But but the challenge is, and you can't just sit there and accept that. The challenge is that you have to expand that, and that's what baseball is facing here, which is that core group is getting older. Obviously, is that core group when they do winter weekend at Foxwoods? They oh, we get seven thousand people here. Yeah, seven thousand core people. But how are you going to expand it? So when you have those shows, when we, when we write our stories, when we do those segments on the radio, do we have to approach it differently than we did before? And, and for lack of a better term, like barstool it up a little bit. And I think that some places try to do that. Maybe you even try to do it on the baseball show. I don't know since you've been doing it on TV if you've evolved When you say barstool it up, do you just mean swearing? No, no, no. I know that you guys tried that. I know you guys tried drinking before. I know you've gone down a list of things. I think he means going off the beaten path. No, I mean, like, like Carabas today, he posted the uh, Andrew Benintendi has a girlfriend. Yep, saw that. Right? Yeah. Okay. One of the things that I think that he does a good job of, barstooling it up, is, is bringing in people. So when you want to have those conversations, oh, okay, you're not only entertaining me, mm. but we're having that conversation. I'll ask you again. Have you seen that change at all? How many years have you been doing that show, the TV show? Probably eight years, nine years. Have you really? Holy mackerel. Probably started in Good 09, for you. 2010. Really? Good for you. That's a bunch of different things. It used to be a Saturday morning show. Right. Oh, I remember. Right? It used yeah, to be yeah. three freaking hours. <laughs> yeah, oh, I remember. Holy shit. You remember. Oh, oh I do. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that when you say bar stool it up, like I don't think... Him talking about Andrew Benintendi with a girlfriend is barstooling it up. I think the article no, no, that says Benintendi, you got to be fucking shitting me because no more Benny biceps, fucking shit, and fuck. Well, barstool, you know what I mean? Like a little bit too, though. It's not yeah, just it's not, that anymore. I understand that, but I think that is like the cool. If you take these guys on barstool and you, you can't swear no more, 
in a well, lot of younger people's well, minds, me, it's like they're not well, as cool anymore. So, I'm just saying, I'm, that's really. The, 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 okay. The, right? The, yeah, that's fair. The, the, the cursing is. How aside. cool are you if you're talking about bull crap? I think that is bull crap. Yeah. Ding, 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 no, you sound like this. Yeah, you say but, bullshit. Now you sound like something. I, I understand. You drop the slow. you drop yes. the occasional <laughs> f fuck into a into a column. Then everyone like yeah yeah yeah. Can we swear on this? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. I should have asked beforehand. Uh, so we're we're trying. We're we demographic over it up. demographic yeah, exactly. over twelve years old, but under fifty. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, but what I was getting at wasn't necessarily the way that they present it, but the topic they're doing. If I did that, think about it. Think about any of these other outlets or to go down and cover spring training and do the uh, Andrew Benintendi has a girlfriend. Now, I think I know that there's a value to that because you, all you have to do is see the responses. If you want to see the clicks, all of it, like there is a value to that. So that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about barstooling up because there is still a most of these outlets. Nick writes for some of them. I write for one of them. It is hard to make that leap. And I'm just saying, do we need to? Is that going to get people to like baseball again? Maybe. It might. Maybe. Because they, you become invested in more than just the game. You become invested in the athletes. And that's one thing with basketball. You have, you know, everybody's invested in the athletes. I mean, look at LeBron. They're invested in him more so than the Cavs or the Heat when he was there. They care about LeBron and his brand. And that's the case with some of the other players, too. He's just the But is that the example. media's job or the team's job? Well, is, that, is that your job, Rob? Is that yes. the team's no, job? No, it's, it's, it's our job. To market their players. It's our job because if we we can't just sit there and say this team is boring. So no your job is to make baseball and people like baseball our more job, the media? Our job is if we're assigned to cover baseball, yeah. our job is to make people care about that coverage. To care about the team. I understand. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. But so I, just, I think that's going a little bit too people. far when you're saying it's the Boston Red Sox marketing and PR department that it, their job is to get people caring about Mookie no. Betts and Benintendi and Xander Bogarts. It's their job well, to they, get people caring no, about no, their product. I think what Rob's trying to say, and I agree with him on this, is that it's – you want to be entertaining. I mean, we're not just like you know news reporters out there who have to be serious all the time with everything we're covering. I mean, we put our opinions into stories constantly. So having stupid little stories like that once in a while, as dumb as they may be, and handling them a- accordingly. Because if you read that ping pong story, I did not. I was not serious throughout the course of it. I, I over embellished in some of the things I was talking about. You lied. No, I mean, just mean like how you know. I talked about. Your readers, I talked we're, about we're, how Eduardo Rodriguez was devastated. Oh my God! I talked about how, how Eduardo Rodriguez was <laughs> devastated by the news that he sucked at ping pong, things like that, where he was ch- kind of trying to be satirical as much as there was truth to everything that was said. Ah. But my point is that you go and have these odd stories as opposed to just what's going on on the field. Because the other thing is, Lou, a lot of the writers they're not analyzing the players outside of the numbers. They don't. It's just that's just kind of the way it is. They're not even capable part, of it, or they don't want to do it. That's part of the problem. It's 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 sort of like to me the way I look at it is that. You, when you write stories now, the headline becomes more important than the story because you are never going to get to the story unless you have the good headline. And a lot of times yep. that's the tweet. And it's about clicks. Right. And it's all about well, that. Well, yeah, but it's, you're not going to get the clicks if you don't – you mm. and, and you want the clicks because you want people ultimately to read your good work. And I think that's what we're talking about. That's what – when I come back to my original question, do we have to change the, the way that we cover baseball, whether it's on the radio, whether it's on TV, whether it's in print – they, do we have to do some of the other stuff? And you're right, Lou. The Red Sox aren't going to cooperate in a lot of respects. This is a, these personalities. Remember, we had these conversations. Mm-hmm. You were down in spring training. Are they going to loosen up? Are they going to show more of the personal? Like, <laughs> but what you're saying though is you want to actually talk more about the players' 
personal lives. No. And do you no. think that they're willing to, no. to open up and talk I more use, about I, that? No, okay, not, I use the Ben Attendee example as an extreme. My point is that you're going to have to get outside of the numbers and outside of stuff that we love talking about. We love talking about the stuff that you talked about, right? But you have to give them. You have to get them in. You have to. You have to get them in. I'm not saying you guys did anything wrong. I'm just saying this is sort of for me. I just I have looked at this season and I'm like, we can't do it the same way. We can't keep talking about baseball the same way that we have before. The other thing is, Lou, there were a couple stories I did for the Providence Journal when I was down there, and two of them were um, I talked to Ben Intendi about his workout routine and everything like that. And I know people had kind of gotten a little thing from them. I think it was at Red Sox Winter Weekend, I think, Rob, yeah. something like that. He's but big. I talked to him a little bit more about it in detail. I feel like that's something that would interest people that wasn't written, and it had been how many months? We did that in the first week of March. And then the other thing I talked to uh, Jackie Bradley about was how he has not won a gold glove yet, which is ridiculous. I think we can agree on that. I asked him about his opinion on it and how he became a better fielder. Things like that where it's not really barstooling it up, but it's kind of talking about things that I feel like but the, fans give it. But the danger about. is the danger is so if they like baseball. I'm just right. like, a casual example, fan. I, oh, I understand, but I'm just saying, like somebody who is like not interested in the game yeah. would sit there and say, "Those are like, terrible I don't really examples." Care. but you know what I mean. Those stories are great for you, and I'm interested too because I like baseball. But I think the person out there that right now that's jumping into that, that group of people that are like it's boring and they can't watch it through, you know, watch the game. The game is dying. Would sit there and say, "Dude, I don't really care about Benintendi's workout either, and I don't care whether Jackie Bradley doesn't no, think just, he should have won that site. I mean, the uh, Gold Glove yet? If you like, just concern, all of it. concern yourself with the people who are outside, you have to concern yourself with people who are in there too, who might be on the fringe. You know, they're starting to like baseball. Add those things into mm-hmm. it too. I feel like someone who kind of likes baseball has questions about it, wants to learn more. That's something that would interest them a little bit. Then you have those other ones that Rob's talking about where you reach out to some of the people who don't know much about baseball, don't give a damn about baseball, but you know, they kind of want to, you know, oh, this interests me. And then having another story like there, that. There's a lot of that. Like, I almost feel like you know, if you like baseball and you think something is interesting, you should do a story on it because you think it's interesting. And if somebody doesn't, else doesn't, then it, that's sort of well, like, what I can think, I do? I'm I think, sorry. But I, I think you know. and listen, when I sat down and wrote a, a blog entry on Blake Swihart being the Red Sox pinch runner. This isn't exactly expanding my audience. I get that. I totally, it interested me, so I wrote about it. But my point is I want to do those stories. I want to do the stories like Alex did. I want to do all these stories. But we have to get – we have to do some of this other stuff. We have to start making it more interesting. And that includes the broadcast. I mean that includes the broadcast. That includes our station. That includes the – um, the TV stuff. Like I'm just saying, for example, like for me, if I went down there and I I did a segment with like Dan Levangie just about pitching, and I just had more to really focus around like 12, 13, 14, 15 year old kids' age. Should everybody just learn to pitch from the windup? You know, minimize the movement. You know, then we said I, I did a thing with the hitters too, with the talking. What what is launch angle? You know, what do you do when a twelve year old dad walks up to you and says, "My kid wants to just hit the ball in the air all day long because I just saw Josh Donaldson video." So we did both of these things for like ten to fifteen minutes, and I thought they were interesting, and I was excited for people that actually said, "You know what? I think this is going to be actually very interesting." Those were a lot of fun to listen to. Let's put them on a website, or put them up, or do whatever. And it was nice to think that people still think they're interesting, but I'm well aware that there's going to be a large part of large group out there that are going to sit there and say, "Oh, geez, that was riveting stuff." That was, I mean, oh, really? It was awesome. What was launching? Oh, I'm so interested in that stuff. What a waste of time! Like, so I understand there's going to be people that just aren't into it. 
No, but all I can do is try to do things for people that are. Right, but G- but I, you can I, do both. You can do both. I don't know if he can. Of course, you can. Like here's an example of this. Here, when you're talking about your spring training coverage mm-hmm. down there, and I saw those, they interested me. I would be interested to see how they did, you know, on the web or whatever. Um, Glenn Gleason and Bill Messina yep. went around and did their camera guys thing, and they did uh, which which is, it was quick, it was funny. That's the type of thing I'm talking about. So. I'm not saying that, hey, Lou, don't do your instructional video and just do this. I think that you have to have a lot of the both. Like when you did um, the sit-downs with Evan with players, yep. I didn't watch him, but how did – well, not because Bringing of you, but not because of you, but because Evan was on. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I, I was go. watching his face. And I like, try to just forget about that part fa- of it too. You see his face like when he's like – like listening to these guys, so, you know how Evan is. Like when you're talking to him, he is—he doesn't pay attention. The real to what funny he's thing saying. is, we have watched, we watched a bunch of those, and it's like the three of us. But Evan thinks that when I ask a question, he's off camera. <laughs> and me and the other guy, me and the player, might be. Talking, he thinks he's off camera, and he's looking at the camera guy, and he's like, "Hey, afterwards, can we do? Can we? And then what should I? And then I'm like, "Dude, you're still on camera. Like, what are you doing?" He realized after he sees it, he's like, "Oh my god." Look at me. But yeah, he's all over the map. Not a single Brad Foe show but they went well. without mentioning Evan Drellick. It's all right. But they went so well. <laughs> no, they went well, but there was there was an element uh there was an element of like the when you did Kelly and did you do Kelly and Priscilla? No, I with him I just did Sale and I did uh uh Hanley. Okay. I thought both of them they came out afterwards saying, Oh, that's pretty cool. Like, yeah, actually, no, you're not. Right, but, you, not the but devil. there was a mix. Right. <laughs> yes. You, you are know? not the devil. Not yes. the devil. We can still That is what talk. spring training well. is all about. Where we <laughs> our first identified is not the devil, and then a month in we are identified well, that's, again. Yeah, until, the you, devil. until you say something you don't agree with, yes. and then you're the devil again. But you were I would imagine there was a little bit of like lightheartedness and goofing around, right? Sure. Yeah. So you draw them in and, and when usually when you're gonna take a clip from that most of the time, it's going to be like, oh, Hanley, uh, TB12, or it, like that. That's a good example. People, oh my goodness, football, TB12, Tom Brady, what's he doing? All I'm saying is that is that I think that we can we can make it a little more entertaining and draw people in to talk about the things that we really love talking about. I just feel that way. If you just talk about the the launch angles or or the workout routines for these guys, then yes, you'll you'll definitely keep you know the audience that you have right now. But at some point, unless something changes at the youth levels where people start getting more invested in baseball, maybe with football, dealing with numbers issues in high school and stuff, that'll affect it. I think it will. But if you just stick with what's going, like what we've been talking about now for years and years, I think I feel like all the other coverage to some level is changing. Yeah, but I, I, I just, and I agree, but I wonder if we are more and more listening to the loud minority that are just a bunch of assholes. Like the, you know, I'm just saying that the people on Twitter, mm. the people well, that yeah. text, the people that mm. on social media, like they are so vocal, and they're so disturbing, to the point where we actually be like, you know what? Wow, I didn't realize it was this bad. We're only really listening to just a, a large group of people that are miserable, you know. And you could just talk about like ratings, and it's like, is it all proportionate? I know the ratings aren't great, but is it proportionate to what we actually think is going on? Because we think this place, this like nobody wants to talk baseball anymore. All are can, we just reacting to well, that's, a that's, very loud that's a good point, minority? I think I think that because it's still ratings, it's still going to the right. games. So, I'm less concerned uh, about the the the, the Twitter sphere as much as I am when it comes to page views. You know, one thing I've talked to Rob about before was when I was at Comcast. There was one story that where I wrote about Barnes and how remember how he started pitching up all the time mm-hmm. with his fastball, trying to work off that curveball. I didn't know if it was intentional or not. I'd never seen a guy do it. I don't know if you had previously. I talked to him about it. I talked to Carl Willis about it. 
thought that story would do well. It didn't do any better than any of the other stories. And I wrote other stories like that, and they weren't getting a whole lot of traffic. But I want to go back to what you said about are we, dis- are we listening to this, major- this, this loud, loud um, group of people who are saying baseball's boring. Well, this goes to the radio, right? Maybe we're not. I don't know. Maybe it no, is. No, no, no. But, but this, is why, this is where I feel like th- this, this almost like this element of giving up on the radio with it. You mm-hmm. got to go? No. Okay. No, I'm just, uh, the, you got to – just checking. <laughs> I, like, check I, like to be, I like to be cordial to the host. I brought in, God I, forbid. I brought in the beer. I brought in, <laughs> I brought in the wine. You're so lying there. again. There's no lava lamp here. There's no a, beer. There's no beanbag chairs. It's a casual thing. When is sell it, Nick? Um, <laughs> you but, threw me under but, the bus uh, before. Are we, are, we, uh, are we doing this you – know, are we accepting it? And I know that it's a scoreboard business too. I know Joe Zarbano can see the numbers. What like – Will you go back and say, hey, you know, people dropped off. But are we even looking at that? Are we well, looking at that? I'm just saying, like, like it's, it's, right now is like a week to go before the season starts. We looked the last two or three weeks. But during the season, and there we don't talk about it either. Though. But I'm just saying that there's nothing going on now. And I agree. Maybe during the season, I understand. But we are making a huge deal of it now. There's nothing to talk about. Well, How much Celtics did we talk in September? Oh, we we yeah, could, but I mean, on Bruins in no, September, we could. It would be a, well, how much Bru- Celtics Bruins and Bruins did we talk about in October? Se- a lot. Celtics a lot. Bruins? No, Bruins are different. Celtics, Nobody cared about new. The Okay, a preseason Celtics. It's you talk a lot about the it? people were excited about the Celtics. It yeah, was more popular. Didn't you talk about it more than you talk about Red Sox? I'm just talking, preseason. Absolutely not. I'm, not with Kyrie and, and Gordon Hayward. None of that stuff. Preseason? No. Preseason was like, all right, they're going to be good. They're gonna, they're gonna be they're gonna be good. You mean as a station as a whole, be? or you individual? No, I'm saying individual. like our show talks basketball a lot. Yes, but it was like how good can this team be? But it was September, so it was the Red Sox who were gonna be in the playoffs. The Patriots are playing right now. Uh, the Bruins were getting but, absolutely Lou, this no isn't love. Changing. This is we're talking about preseason. Mm-hmm. This isn't changing once we get to the season. They're gonna play. They're gonna play the Yankees in April. And you know how <laughs> much you're gonna spend? Much how time you're gonna spend on it? Unless there's somebody who does something we'll, stupid. We'll see. I mean, I just. This is my point. I don't think you will talk about it. Well, I'm just saying, like, we're basing it off of, and maybe I'm way off here, but we're basing it off of a team that came back without David Ortiz last year, and then David Price got hurt right away, and they had a manager that nobody really liked. So it wasn't a very interesting interesting team. I understand. So this year, and if there is no buzz, I personally think there'll be a lot of buzz with the Red Sox-Yankees if there is zero buzz. And there's only way you can talk about it is if you actually watch the game and have a reaction. So hopefully we do that, and then we'll see. We'll see if there's a buzz. You do the broadcast as well. Um, We talk about the talk shows. We talk about writing. We talk about all this, the TV. The broadcast is another thing. And and. I think the broadcast is changing, and I know that guys do it a certain way. They've always done it a certain way. But the broadcast is because the t- people's attention spans are changing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, when you do it, you can feel that. You probably have felt it more and more and more in these years you've been doing it. You've been doing that for a few years too, right? Yeah. I mean, and, and don't, and before, don't no, I don't wrong. think that people I – mean, they don't watch the game like they used to. I think that's one thing the TV world is just refusing to admit because we're going to keep talking about NFL ratings and baseball ratings and all these ratings – and nobody just wants to admit that people just don't stick around as much as they used to. You know what's they interesting? They watch the games differently. When mm-hmm. Comcast, I'm sorry, NBC Sports Boston, <laughs> mm-hmm. when they changed their format, and I think when I did the podcast with Sean McAdam, they were, he was talking about this, the, the idea was you can go here during that show to react, right, to react. But I think what wasn't considered was 
people react. They react on Twitter why they have the game on. Right. Would that be fair to say? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a whole nother. And so I don't know how you integrate that into it, but you're right. It, people aren't consuming, whether it's on the radio or TV, nearly the same way. And that's where I come back to remember I had the. You're right. You watch a game with Twitter now. Right. I'm mm-hmm. saying when you watch a Patriots game, you're sitting there as you're watching it. You know, I swear you got to watch it a couple times because you just don't watch it the way you used to watch it or any game you used the way you used to watch it because you're also looking at the comments from Twitter and the reaction, almost the ana- you know, analysis is coming from Twitter yes. a lot of times. Yes. Not so, just the reaction. Right. I'm not turning the channel. Uh, in a nutshell, do, you have to ch- do we have to change how we approach covering baseball, Nick? Yeah, to some extent I agree with that, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Mm. Lou? I don't. I don't think so. I just think it's up to the product. That's good. All right. It's good for another conversation. No, we another get another day. day. Another day. And you know what? Maybe my, my opinion will change in a month. That's how I like about you. You're very flexible. Yeah, yeah. You're very pliable. <laughs> I'll admit I'm wrong if I'm you're, in a month. You're very, you're very pliable. All right. Thank you, guys. You got it, Rob. Skinny Rob. <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.